Hello, everyone. Welcome back. It is the Supply Change Podcast brought to you by Uptricity. I am your host, Christian Garcia. Thank you guys for joining us for episode two. If you guys did not catch episode one, we highly recommend it. Go give it a listen. Today's episode is actually going to be the first episode for a new series that we're planning on doing called Urban Myths. And this series is going to be focused on addressing some of the questions that we've gotten in our time in the industry, me specifically, but uh, we'll open it up to some of the other people in the company. But mostly just going through what are people asking about technology? What are what are some of the, the urban myths, maybe the things that people think is really a thing, but maybe it's not? Uh, that's what the series is going to be about. So we're going to start with a very uh, a very fun topic, a question that I've been asked countless times uh, in the years that I've been here, and that is, can the government track you using RFID? Three answers right off the bat. And if you guys are content with these answers, we'll see you next time. But the short answer is yes. The medium answer is yes, but it's practically impossible. The long answer is what the rest of the podcast will be about. So let's dive in. We're going to do a couple things in today's episode. We'll give a little refresher on RFID technology. If you missed the first episode, we went into a little bit more detail on just the tagging technologies and how tracking works with tagging technologies. So uh, like I said, if you haven't given that episode a listen, we recommend that one, but we will give a little bit of a refresher on how RFID works. We'll talk a little bit about the infrastructure that would be needed in order for the government to track you using RFID. We'll include a couple of examples of how RFID works today, and then we'll come to the ultimate conclusion. So that'll be the format for today's episode, and let's dive in. We're going to start by talking about RFID. RFID stands for Radio Frequency Identification. For those who tuned in on the last episode, we talked about RFID and how there's a difference between active and passive, right? And the big difference being active has a battery and passive does not. Most of what you see in the industry today are passive tags. So that's what we're going to be focusing our time on today. So let's say that I'm the government and I want to track everybody using RFID and I have passive tags to work with. Well, basically the way passive tags work is that they don't have a battery, so they're not actively communicating. They also can't have GPS antennas on them. For those who are unfamiliar with GPS technology, we've got a bunch of satellites that are going around planet Earth, and our you know our phones, our cars, anything that uses GPS technology, if three of the satellites find that, that's how it locates you on the map, and it gives you the latitude and longitude coordinates. Now, Passive RFID tags don't have these. A passive RFID tag by itself cannot provide any location information. Also, because it is passive and not active, it can't report any information by itself. So I'm the government, and now I have to deal with these two problems in tracking people with RFID. What I would need to do is, one, everybody would have to have a tag, which we can already, we can already basically write that off as a possibility, right? Not everyone's going to carry that around but you'd literally have to carry a tag with you and you'd have to know what it is. So could they do, could the RFID tag be secret? Absolutely not. You would know. And then I would have to have scanners that have GPS antennas built in. So a lot of times uh, in the industry that we work in, we use uh, handheld scanners that are running a version of Android. So it's basically a smart device, but there's a big RFID scanner built into it. And those have, GPS antennas, and so you can know the location of that scanner. Now, as soon as that tag moves or leaves, you 
you don't know where it is. And unless you got it, unless you're continuously scanning it, you have no idea where that tag has gone because it's not actively reporting. So with that in mind, you'd have to have a continuous scan, which is incredibly difficult to set up from an infrastructure perspective. You'd have to constantly have GPS coordinates being being paired with the tag. The final part to this is that you can only really read these passive tags from anywhere between four to eight meters. So with that in mind, it's you're having a four to eight meter level of, of accuracy. That's the, that's the closest you can get is that level of accuracy. And assuming you could set up an infrastructure where all these scanners or tags or whatever are scanning these tags, how do you know which tag the scanners or what scanner the tag's closest to? It's impossible. It's, it's virtually impossible. I can tell you it is impossible. I've seen, I've seen this technology in action. It's not feasible for that to work. The infrastructure that would be necessary for this is impossibly difficult to set up. The tag itself does not have the information that could allow it to be tracked. So you cross that off the list. What could happen is, well, actually, I don't even want to get into that. It's just not possible. It's not possible. So I was, I was a little facetious with my short answer. Yes, it is possible. It really is impossible, right? That there's a technical way that you could do it, but it would require so much infrastructure and it would be so obvious that it's just simply not probable or possible for this to happen. But I do think since we're talking about RFID and how it is used, I'm going to go through two use cases because I think it does help kind of paint the picture on what, what you can use RFID for. And the first example would be toll booths or toll tags. So here in North Texas, a lot of our drivers have a toll tag that you put on your windshield. You slap it right there on the top of your windshield. And if you're going to the airport or if you're just going through the, the various tollways on the highway, a scanner, an RFID scanner, is picking up your tag. It's reading the number right? That number is associated with your toll account. As soon as that scanner picks up your tag, it's deducting the current toll from your balance, right? It does it at the airport. It takes a little longer at the airport because it's also checking your license plate. And I know that there's cameras uh, amongst the various um, toll entry and exits uh, on the highway. And that's more so for people who don't have that tag. But a scanner's picking up your tag and it's saying, oh, I see this vehicle. I see that this account balance has has money that I need to deduct from it to pay the toll. So that's an example of RFID technology kind of in use, right? But, and I guess to an extent you could say, oh, well, you know, Christian's truck was at this toll booth as it was driving through. And if you're on the highway, you know, you're, you might be going 60, 70, 80 miles an hour. Here in Texas, you can go 85, which is pretty cool. And all you would know is that, hey, this guy passed through the toll booth. So that location information may be valuable for a second, two seconds. No, certainly no longer than two seconds. It's just not a feasible tracking solution for real time. And I think that's the key distinction that really needs to be made is real time tracking. RFID isn't the way to go because it doesn't have GPS and it doesn't self-report. Those are the two key things that are needed for a real time tracking solution is it has to self-report and it has to have GPS. The other use case that will that is pretty common with RFID is theft prevention and, and things like retail stores. So you have those big bulky tags on a, you know, a shirt or a bag, and as soon as you go to the front, it starts yelling at you, and it doesn't really do anything besides let you know, hey, you, you're too close to the scanner. Uh, that's been around for a very long time, probably before my time. Those are two examples, but neither of those things really give you location information, right? The toll booth may give you location information that's that's good for three seconds tops. The theft prevention doesn't give you any location information. It just says, I detect something, and it makes a big loud noise, right? To wrap all this up and to, to bring it into a conclusion, 
it's not it's not possible for the government to track you using RFID. And I think the funny thing is, is when I encounter this question, someone asked me this and I say, well, do you have your GPS turned on on your phone right now? Yeah, you know, I use it for Google Maps or, you know, Uber or something like that. I was like, well, then you're already sharing your location information. So I don't know why RFID is such a big deal. Even if it's not possible in RFID, you're already doing it on your phone. And like I said, that's how you do real-time tracking is that it has to self-report, which our smartphones have their own battery and they report, and it has to have a GPS antenna, which our smartphones do. That's really how you could accomplish location tracking is through that method not through RFID. It's it's not possible through RFID to do that. So if you're worried about that, if you're worried about being tracked, oh, I have an RFID tag, I, I'm being tracked. It's not happening, I promise you. It's, it's incredibly difficult, practically impossible for that to even be an option. So I wouldn't be too concerned about that. However, if you are worried about that, go into your phone and look at how many apps are tracking your location data. I know Apple had a huge marketing campaign about that, about restricting location and data access to applications. Or maybe, like I said, for something like Google Maps or Waze or, or Uber Eats, you may need to have location data turned on. But for, you know, for, for Target or your Walmart app, maybe you don't need that, right? Maybe you don't need that for your shopping applications. Why do they need to know where you're at at all times? But that's a different discussion for a different day. So if you're interested in that, I would, I would encourage you, go into your phone, if you have an Android or an iPhone, and look how many apps you're sharing location information with because those people are tracking you and you're letting them. So that's how that technology works. But RFID, not possible, not feasible. I don't really know if there's any other way I can say it besides that. So I think we can say that that urban myth is debunked. The government cannot track you using RFID. So I kind of pulled a little switcheroo. I did say that they could. I mean, in a, in a world where anything's possible. I know multiverse things are kind of big right now, so maybe in some multiverse out there it's possible, but in this one it is not, so I wouldn't worry too much about that. We're going to cut for a little bit. We're going to invite Justin, one of our Aptricity employees here. He actually works on the tracking tag side, and we are going to ask him the same question. I don't think he knows what today's episode is, so hopefully we'll get a good raw reaction from him, but we're going to break for a second, and we're going to bring him aboard, so stay tuned. All right, we're back. I'd like to welcome Justin to the podcast. Justin, Hello. welcome. Thank you. So we didn't ask you this question before, uh, so we're going to ask it to you straight up. Can the government track you using RFID? Yes, I, I believe they can. Okay. Yeah. Tell me how. Okay. Uh, so first of all, when you're driving down, uh, you know, in your car on the George, right. you know, George Bush Turnpike, okay. you have that you have that sticker up on your windshield, right? We talked about this. Yes. About tolls. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that that uh, right there has a RFID chip inside of it. Right. And they can essentially link you, I guess, uh, to your car, to your vehicle. Right. Right. And so um, I say, I, you know, I think with that being said, I believe they can track us. Okay. They are so private. They are private roads, which is something you have to consider. Right. Uh, but, you know, going into an airport, too. Airport. Uh, you have that same, you know, scanning system going in and out of the airport. So, right. So I think I think the key takeaway from that is yes, they can track you at certain points. Okay. But a real time three sixty five twenty four seven solution, completely impossible. Impossible. I I agree with that. The so basically what we talked about was that the infrastructure needed for that would be so expensive and so obvious. Yes. To have static 
readers just post it up mm-hmm. on every street corner and like it would sure. be so obvious and expensive and just not possible. Yep, I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, that's why you, they do it at certain areas, like yeah. the airport. They want to know who's coming in, who's coming out. I mean, only if there's a, you know, emergency, right? Right, yeah. Uh, not necessarily, you know, if I'm going to Walmart, do, you know, <laughs> yeah. do I need to be tracked? Right. Yeah. Well, I think I think you you get the spirit of what we're talking about, which is that I think one of the questions that I've heard a lot, having been in this industry for uh, a couple of years now, is, well, if I use RFID, can the government track me? It's like, no, they're not no. worried about you. They're not worried. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Um, but just the technology itself, basically talking about how you'd really need to be, you, you couldn't be using passive tags. For no. GPS, because you can't have a GPS antenna on a passive tag. No. So basically, you're really, if you really were worried about real time, like I said, real time tracking. Mm-hmm. I mean, the phone in your pocket with the GPS antenna. That's yeah. really where you should be worried if you're going yeah. to be worried. Exactly. Yeah, RFID isn't meant for that though. You know, it's meant more of a like a warehouse sort of uh, situation, right. or you know, you wanna you wanna put it on your laptop so, uh, you know you you have a inventory for your company, right? It's not necessarily meant for, uh, like you said, the, uh, the 360 tracking capability. That's, you know, that's not RFID. That's where you start, you know, seeing LTE, GPS, um, or, uh, you know, other solutions such as satellite. Yeah, satellite so, tags. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's kind of the, that's really the gist of it is that RFID as a technology, it's not really, it's not, that's not the technology that you would use Correct. for that. And like, like Justin said and, and and correctly surmised, it's it's good in like checkpoint type environments yep. where you know you're funneling people or you know in, in the toll case vehicles yep. into a certain spot. Mm-hmm. We did talk about tolls, so that's it's funny that you brought that up. We did not brief him on this question, so that was kind of funny that he brought that up. Yep. Um, it's a large use case. So. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's probably the, the single biggest use case of for RFID, RFID yep. in in the the regular world. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think. Like I said, the the this series is about urban myths and some of the questions about what is possible, what is not possible. Yep. And I think, like with every question, the devil's in the details. Yes. And can the government track you? Yes. Well, is it 365, 24-7 tracking? No. No. Is it every time you, know, you go through a tollway on the highway, if you're going 85 miles an hour, that location information is probably good for, what, a second? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you're not there anymore. Yeah, exactly. Right? You're somewhere else. Yeah, at so. least you know, like, hey, he's northbound on such and such. Yep. But, yep. but I think that's really the key is understanding with the technology what its limitations are, what its primary use cases are for, mm-hmm. and recognizing that RFID is not the best real-time tracking technology. In fact, I wouldn't even call it a real-time tracking technology. No, it's, and like you said, it's a passive technology. And right. That's, and that's what you're going to get from it. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that just about wraps it up. I think, thank you, Justin, for taking the time to come on. Yeah, thanks uh, for we'll having We'll probably me. have you on here uh, to answer more tag technology questions cool. in the near future. But uh, to the listener, thank you guys for, for joining us today. If you liked today's episode, please like and subscribe. Give us five stars, all the cool stuff that you do for your favorite podcasts. If you have any questions or any topics that you'd like us to cover, you can email us. We'll have that email in the show notes, and we will talk to you again next time. So thank you, guys, and peace out. Thank you.